the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Mark Marzullo on the program in just a little bit here. Mark is one of the village trustees. He's been down here before. He's very talkative and loves to discuss what is the history of Evergreen Park and let us in on what's going on around the village. He's kind of my insider guy. He He's very forthcoming. I can ask him anything and he'll just go ahead and say it, Hannah. What are you going to ask him? I don't know yet. You don't know. No, you know, it's the holiday. You have a guy that open with information I you don't know what I, you're gonna ask i kind of want to go easy on everybody it's the holiday season uh, you know it's i'm sure i've come up with something it always just kind of flows we'll find out with mark. something will happen okay? we'll find out something will happen i might even stretch it out over two episodes we might do a little bit of mark this episode a little bit the next one because as christmas is approaching i would like to do less personally <laughs> but still provide you with the 30 minutes of good that is the ep podcast okay so so I don't know. I don't know. You might hear some Mark now. You might hear some Mark next week. You might hear Mark all through the entire holiday season. I have I have no idea. I will tell you this. I know that uh, Glenn Panuski from The Village, he's actually the original podcast guy for Evergreen Park, like way back before I even considered doing this. You're telling me about him. The Village tried to start a podcast. Yeah. It did not go well. But um, Glenn did a couple of episodes. Glenn's a nice guy. He does all the stuff with the Candlelight Theater works out of the mayor's office. He's at every event. If you went to the Dickens Christmas recently, Glenn was highly involved in everything that was going on around there. The man never stopped moving throughout the entire event. So Glenn likes performance and he likes to dabble in radio. And he has asked me whether or not he could host a show. And I was like, over the holidays, sure. Yes. So I'm thinking I'm going to completely get out of doing work for a week, right? Okay. Glenn said, do I still have to work? No, you're off. Ah, yes. You're off. Glenn goes, can I interview you? So I'm not getting a week off. <laughs> you don't have to think in <laughs> advance. Don't what, don't you don't know, have to think in advance. I have no idea what he's going to ask me, but his feeling is that people have been listening to the show now, you know, for over a year and a half, came out of nowhere, has tons of listeners. I want to say, first of all, thank you to everybody. As we get to the end of the year, the amount of people listening uh, we're in the, the several tens of thousands of people that have checked out the EP podcast. It's humbling to me that so many people are listening to it because I remember when we first started it back in August of last year and there were six people listening to it. Right. I was like, nobody's going to listen to this. And now it's like thousands of people. Are, thousands of people are listening to it. Tens of thousands have checked it out at different times. It's it's mind boggling to me that it's doing so well. And Glenn thinks that people may have questions about me. And I don't think I'm very interesting, but Glenn wants to do the show. <laughs> and you know what? If it gets me out of working Christmas week, I'm all for it. Okay? Glenn's got to come up with the questions. I just got to sit here and listen to him for a half hour. So I'm cool with that. So that's going to happen at some point over the holidays. I don't. I think it's earmarked for coming up about a couple days before New Year's. Okay. That week of New Year's. Yeah. It'll probably show up somewhere in there. And we may even do our New Year's episode that we did last year where we cross over yes, all the shows on the Broadcast fun. Basement Network and they show up on all the feeds. So there's going to be some fun stuff over the holiday season. We have Mark Marzullo coming up here in a minute. And I am going to tell you what stinks right now about the holiday season. <laughs> Just absolutely stinks. Oh, stinks. and your favorite person in the whole world invaded my Twitter timeline, and it it was it was. I have a favorite person. It was vexing. We'll get into that. This is the EP podcast found everywhere. Podcasts can be found, and always at the EP podcast dot com. 
now time for your EP Word on the Street. The Village Pantry, we've had them in here. If you can help out, remember they're located over at 2700 West 98th Place. You can find out how you can help out by giving them a call at 708-422-8776. Coming up here on the 21st from 10 a.m. until noon, they're giving out their Christmas dinners to those in need. I'm sure they could use some help. And if you're looking for more things to do with the kiddos as Christmas approaches, story time with Santa at the Evergreen Park Public Library, Friday, December the 20th, 3.30 in the afternoon. Anybody up to grade five, Santa going to be making a special trip to the library, read a story, spread some cheer, and there'll be some holiday crafts and treats. That's your EP word on the street. We were going to award another winner for the good people of Evergreen Park. I had my gift certificate from Unidad ready to go, pulled up at where they were supposed to be, and it was closed. So we're doing twice the winners next week because I'm going to find this winner from this week. They're not missing out, and there'll be a new one next week. Get your nominations in through social media at the EP Pod on Twitter or Instagram, the EP Podcast page on Facebook. Call us and leave a message, 708-459-8406, and reward the good people of Evergreen Park. Listen up, EP Podcast listeners, for something big from core fitness and physical therapy. If you're not sure what your needs are, or if physical therapy is the right course of action for you, they are now offering a free 20-minute evaluation. All you have to do is call to schedule it, 708-422-0990. And if you mention the EP Podcast, you get a special gift. Core gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy also offers Pilates mat classes as well as group equipment classes, whatever your need. Give them a call today, 708-422-0990 or stop by their newly renovated and expanded facilities, 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Experience something better at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. So we're getting to the point of the holiday season that I hate. Hmm. Buying gifts. I pushed this off long enough. Do you buy or does your wife buy? Well, we've, we've, we've gotten... Or do you divide and conquer? We talk about what we're getting the kids. Okay. Then she goes and gets it. Right. We used to do it together when there were stores you could walk into. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day <laughs> when you could walk into a store, but now Toys R Us Toys is R gone. Us. And it used to be our thing. We used to walk into Toys R Us. Yeah. And shop Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And now it's like... There's really nowhere for us to go, so we've gone online. It's just so yeah. much easier. But we used to do that. We used to make a day out of it. We used to go to Toys R Us. We used to go out to dinner afterwards. It was like an entire day. Get the kids over to the grandparents, spend the whole day. You know, we'd eat lunch together someplace in the mall. We'd go out to dinner someplace. They have a couple of drinks. It'd be a full day. We get like 95% of everything we were doing for them done in that day. But now everything is done differently. So we talk about it, and then only one person really orders it. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Hit one button, and then she hits the other button? <laughs> like, here, I'm going to select it. Now you hit order, sweetheart. Fair. And we hold hands while we're doing it? Like, there's no way for that to happen. But no, and then and now this year, she's been doing this thing now. We're We're married 15 years. And we have three children. The oldest one is 14. We've gotten to the point in our relationship. We've gotten through all the weird bumps I think most relationships get through. She's resigned to the fact she's stuck with me until she dies. And I'm resigned <laughs> to the fact I'm stuck with her. And we're like, ah, it's, it's good enough. We're happy. 
So I don't think there's the you need to impress me thing anymore. Okay. So when she goes, I saw something at Bath and Body Works. I'm like, all right, take a picture of it or shoot me a screenshot or write it down for me so I don't forget. And she'll go, no, don't worry about it. I already ordered it. And I'm like, what? And she's like, when it shows up in two days, I just want you to wrap it and put it on the tree for me. That sounds I easy. I knew what I wanted. So she's done half of her own Christmas shopping for me this season. So that's a good thing. But there's things I still have to go out and get. And I got to make sure that, like, you know, the folks are taken care of. My parents are both still walking around. I make sure everything's good with my sister. You know, I mean, there's things I still got to go do. And I hate Christmas shopping. And what I'm thinking about doing, and you're going to think this is absolutely crazy, Hannah, is that I'm going to just start going out to eat more at one particular place at Evergreen. You show up over at Unidad and you have something to eat there. You make a purchase. You have the mama's tacos or a big entree or go out for happy hour, whatever you're doing. And they're giving you a present. It's an envelope that you cannot open. But you return to Unidad in January, between January 3rd and January 31st, and you bring it in unopened and they open it for you on your next visit. Gift cards, free appetizers, free dessert, free drinks, free big screen TV, free mixology party for 10 people, you and nine friends, huge gifts that they're giving away. I'm handing everybody Unidad envelopes. I'm done. Mom's getting one. Dad's getting one. Sis is getting one. Erica's getting four because, you know, I got to get her a lot because she gets me a lot. I'm putting them in stockings. I'm sending them to business associates. I'm going to be eating a lot of Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar this month. And every time I go in there, I get another envelope right up on Kenzie between Turner and Homan. Done. Shopping's over. Mark Marzullo, village trustee, up next. I'm going to ask about Christmas. And I might ask him what he thinks about rumors that a brewery could come very soon to Evergreen Park. Stick around. To mar the festive mood. Wait till they discover that old Uncle John has eaten all the food. Hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Hear the whole clock strike. Hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Please will you come to Uncle John? Gather around for Uncle John. Please will you come to Uncle John? 
Marzullo's a village trustee. He's also been on the show several times. He's one of the more, I want to say, vocal, fun guys that I run into around Evergreen Park, and that's not to put anybody else down, but I think when you get a Marzullo and a Lanuti sitting in a nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement talking about things in the neighborhood, you get a good conversation. Mark, how are you? I am absolutely wonderful, Chris, and Merry Christmas to you and your family, and I'm just happy to be here again, and uh, yeah, two Italians by microphones, that could be a dangerous thing. Well, you know what I think is funny is how you like you, you brought me my first Christmas gift. And I'm, go- I'm going to embarrass you by saying that you did it, but he came over here and he brought me a gift. And it's a bar gift. It's a, you, know, you know when you get a little bit older and people start bringing you bottles of things. And, I, and, and you know what? You enjoy those. You're like, I would, have not, I would have not gotten that, but now I can't wait to try it. It's like some sample of what would what, you get me? It's like it's a, a, it's, it's it's like a, a sampler, scotch it, sampler, right? It, it's a sampler of some really good scotch. Okay, and I went. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna try. Like, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be like one of those things where it's like one a night for me. Like, you gotta let me know which is which because yeah. you know I'm like I want to get the guy a jug of scotch. <laughs> we had talked about this before we get on here, and it was always popular in the old days. Everybody got a jug from your grandfather, and my grandfather and all our customers got a jug. So I go, I want I, I know we drink scotch. I want to get him a thing of scotch, and now I go to Benny's and I'm looking, and there's eight thousand scotches. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a and lot. And I'm sitting there going, well, I know my brother drinks scotch, but he's kind of cheap, so he drinks the cheap stuff, so I don't want that. Oh, that was nice. You and don't need to buy me anything but the stuff. cheap stuff. And then I go, well, there's a nice sampler pack here, so uh, that Benny's is amazing. It's got everything. And uh, and I went to the dollar store and bought my bag for you, so everything was in it. Keep the green and evergreen, as we like to say. I was I was actually uh, visiting with a, a brewery that is out in Willow Springs. I was doing it for another podcast that I do where I review beers. And I mentioned I was from Evergreen, and I also do this EP podcast, and I was telling them all the different shows that I do. And they're like, oh, that Binny's out there. They're like, that Binny's is like the biggest Binny's there is. Oh my like, God. They always say, like, like and, they, and, and the one brewer turned to the other, there's like three guys, they're like a brewery out there, it's um, uh, Imperial Oak Brewing. And the one guy goes, you should see this thing, it used to be a bowling alley, it's amazing how big it is. And he's like, it's, it's, it's absolutely like the place to go walk into. I don't think people realize it. Like if you, if you, you always see those commercials, like if you're looking for it, it's at Binnie's, but if you're looking for it at Binnie's, I guarantee it's at that one. Cause I find some crazy stuff in there. That's their free plug. Cause they, you know, <laughs> if they don't have it, you don't need it. I guess, I guess not. And, and a, a, a quick antidote to that is when they came to the village and uh, you know, I don't think they're South side guys. I think they're more North side guys. And uh Benowitz, I think is their name. And he came to the meeting, a very nice gentleman. And I walked out uh, after the meeting, I saw him in the hallway. I said, sir, I introduced myself to him. I said, you're going to do fantastic here in Evergreen Park. And he kind of looked at me and, you know, like, well, I'm not a marketing executive. How would I know this? And yeah. I just looked at him. I said, people on the South Side love to drink liquor. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, that's good news. But I'm sure they did their marketing studies. But from what I understand, it's the number one volume store in the chain not the yeah. most profitable because i guess on the north side there's a real high end that's exactly what stuff. these guys told me it's the number one volume but it's not the number one earner because of the just because of the other store that's up north and something they do well, up north and, the, and the markup there's a markup there i think right. as well. and they'll drink a higher end liquor here it's how many cases of, uh, <laughs> a light beer can they get out the back door i mean that's the south side <laughs> give me miller light and bud light and you're all set yeah they still have plenty of that inside of there okay absolutely <laughs> all right so let's it's the holiday season i kind of want to talk about evergreen throughout the holidays 
what kind of person are you during the holidays? Are you like one of these people that do it up real big? You do the you do the decorations. You're up on the top of the roof. You're Clark W. When Griswold. I was younger, my yeah. house is decently decorated now. But I thought I was Clark Griswold 20 years ago. Okay. I had lights on every square inch. I'd be on. I I have a, a my house is t- it's a two story house, and I would be on a roof with a ladder, and one mistake, and you're done. And my wife would be out there screaming at me, and I'd be hanging over the gutters and, and doing this and doing that. Were you using that. the staples, or were you, like, or were you using I the clips? I had plastic clips. Yeah, I, I, I don't get the staple thing in that movie. Like, why are you putting staples in your house? I didn't want to, you know, I was wise enough to know that the roof might start leaking if I used staples. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and one year, about about eight years ago, I put the ladder to go up in the second story, and I, and I looked at it and I go, you know what? I have not fallen off the roof yet. And I'm I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. So there was no more upper you level. You had that done. moment where you're like, I'm done. I'm d- I looked at it. I'm done because yeah. you know I was never afraid of heights. And you get to a point in life, you go, okay, you know I could get hurt doing this. <laughs> you know, and I probably waited a lot longer in life than I should have. I was in my fifties when it popped into my brain. But when I was in my forties and thirties, I would be dancing on that roof, and I didn't care. It was icy. It was slippery, and my wife would just be going. You'd be probably looking in the drawer for my insurance policy because this guy's going to die off the right, rock. Right, right, right. And, you know, you just get to the point where you say, done. But Evergreen used to be really, and it still is, um, there was a, a contest for decoration houses in the old days. In my, I had three houses in Evergreen. I, I, I bought, I would buy a house, fix it up, make a few bucks, buy another house, make a few bucks. And finally, I sell a house I did, and I used to have a contest. And uh, I don't know, was the Chamber of Commerce. You used to have a light contest? Yeah, who had the best decorated house? Really? So, so like, so, that's something I only see in movies. I've never seen that before. And I was trying to, you know, I ballpark, never. Ballpark, ballpark the era for me for this. Like, I'm going to say this has to be in the 80s. Okay. Because this, this was my first house. My first house was over on uh, In the 80s, Hamlet. neighbor was pitted against neighbor in a battle to the death to have the best decorated they house. They would have, you know, some, you know, there'd be one on every block that would try to get in on it. And uh, I never won it. And I would always. I would always go like, okay, I get done. Okay, I gotta go to Ace Hardware Store and get like fifty bucks more worth. So you were trying to win it, absolutely. And this is a whole village competition absolutely. across the entire village, and you're like, I'm winning this. And thing. you didn't know when they, they would say they're gonna come around on a certain night, and they would drive around. They wouldn't, you wouldn't know when they drove around, so you didn't have a chance to be out there doing anything or do anything special. You couldn't get inside the Santa Claus and start moving. No, around. if I knew okay. if I knew something if they were coming, <laughs> I would have really tried to do fire dress up, dress up the kid as his reindeer and tell him you're going to pull I, this sleigh around for the next two hours because they're put coming around. Put me over the top, but <laughs> and uh, they used to give you know a gift certificate to somewhere. It wasn't really big, but it it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I want it back. You oh, know what? I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I that's the one thing that I was trying to explain to the kids. I was telling them like you know. Dad does a lot, but they're really not, it's not a ton of lights. And I'll show them like, so you get these Facebook videos now where they'll show somebody who's got like their house, like totally decorated. But I remember when I was a kid, there was a guy in the neighborhood who just got rid of his garage door during the season <laughs> and put up like a pane of plexiglass. And he had an entire animatronic, like one winter wonderland in the garage. And people would park like two blocks away to walk up to his house. And it was, the stuff was everywhere. It's not as many people that do that anymore. I understand why. I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't want to do that. But I mean, like, I'm, I, I, you need a couple of people like that to do those kind of crazy things. There used to be, well, it was real fun when my kids were little in the 80s. We would go to certain neighborhoods and it, you would see blocks of houses in certain neighborhoods that would all got together and say, all right, we want everything. And they would try it out and it was just phenomenal. Cars would be lined up for 30, 40, 50, 60 cars. Going around is these neighborhoods. There's a few that still do it out there. I took my grandkids a couple of years ago out south, 
But it was like, okay, you can get four or five houses over here. Then you got to drive from Oak Forest to Orland, four or five houses over here. So you're always, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm sick of doing this. I drove around to like four suburbs already. Right. But in the 80s, you could just hit one area and be good enough. There's a few houses that I always like take note of in Evergreen. I know that uh, in the, I want to say in the Southwest Quadrant, there's one house that's close to 99th Street, maybe Central Park, maybe, no, it's not Central Park. It's either Millard. It might be Millard, that where, would, where somebody puts like a star in like one of the trees that's on one end of the sidewalk and it runs all the way down to their house. And I always sit there and think like that guy does that every year. Yes, and I, I go, house. that, that, and I always go, man, that, that's dedication to get it up that high because I have a giant evergreen in front of my house and I didn't know it when I, when the kids were younger, but I found out later on when their friends got old enough that they would tell me that like. People used to drive by the house and go, there's Lanuti. He's only halfway up the tree again this year. Because I can't get it all the way up there. I would have to rent something to get it up there. You need there. a bucket. You need a ComEd oh, truck. Looking for something to do this New Year's Eve, but you don't feel like staying out that late? The Red Palm in Evergreen Park has the answer. It's their 12 hours to midnight party, December 31st from 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Brunch buffet, party favors, countdown champagne toast at noon, bingo with $500 in gift cards up for grabs, and the big prize from Oak Lawn Toyota. You could win a car to kick off your new year. Get in and get your seat as quick as you can before they run out. 3020 95th Street in Evergreen Park. The Red Palm is your island getaway right here in the EP. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island attitude, local latitude. Tell me what your favorite thing is now in Evergreen Park with the holidays. Is it the thing that just happened a couple of weeks ago with the Dickens Christmas? Where that was a very that? nice is event. The tree lighting ceremony. What, what right now do you really enjoy right now in Evergreen Christmas-wise? It, you know, it's a little bit of everything. It's 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 one of my favorite things is the concert at Holy Redeemer. And the Christmas concert at Holy Redeemer is it is a professional. It is, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't know if you've been to it. Mm-mm. Uh, it's this no, Sunday. No, I've heard about it. I've it's, heard about it's it. Phenomenal. I know. And it's not, it's not, they're hosting somebody else that does it, Rich right? Dan- Rich Daniels, Rich Daniels right. is, is a regular. It's not, or- like, this, it's not like the students are out there. Rich it's, Daniels this is, like a professional is a thing. professional orchestra. Right. And Rich is from Evergreen Park originally. Okay. I think he still lives in Evergreen. And they come in there and he was very good friends with the mayor and very good friends with Dennis Duffy. And they get him to come in and do that. And I've been downtown to the CSO, to their Christmas shows. I'm telling you, this is every bit as good or better. I know it was sold out a, a week, at least a week before the concert. And sold out is a misnomer because it, the tickets are free, but the tickets are going. So sold out would be right. proper. Yeah, it's free. So yeah. I sit there and go, you know what? You you go there and the ambience and the lighting and the music, it's phenomenal. You can't, it's downtown entertainment right in Evergreen Park for free. It's It's absolutely phenomenal. And that's probably one of my favorite things to go to because I love all the old Christmas songs. And I was just, you know, now I got serious radio in my in my truck. And, you know, what am I listening to? Mel Torme Christmas instead of, you know, <laughs> you know, on my 80s station. Like, oh, I got to turn on some Christmas music. So I love all those old Christmas uh, songs. And they play them all. And they play them all so well. So that's probably one of the highlights that I have. And just the, just the ambiance and the friendliness, and everyone's a little more friendly at Christmas. And, you know, everyone's got a little bigger heart at Christmas, and 
you know, people hold doors for you at Christmas. And it's just, it's just an enchanting time of year. I'm going to ask a question. And if it ends up on the podcast, Mark did not tell me to quash the question because I, I don't want to, I don't want to screw up anything that right. could, it could benefit the village here because I would want what I'm going to talk about. Well, here. before you say anything, remember I watch Hogan's Heroes and Stars and Salt, so I could just say I you know nothing. That. Okay, all right, shoot. We mentioned this. I mentioned this to you before. I went out to Imperial Oak Brewing in Willow Springs. Mm-hmm. I had a long conversation with the brewers who were out there. I told them I was from Evergreen Park. They told me word on the street was that Evergreen Park was trying to find a brewery to move into Evergreen Park. That they thought it would be a really cool thing to move one in there. And that they had heard that through several different brewers. That was a thing that the village was trying to do. I think it would be awesome because I'm a big beer nut. And I think they're great for, they're they're a really great restaurant concept. Mm -hmm. And they bring in a lot of people. And there are plenty of places you could put one. Have you heard anything about that? 100% true. It's 100% true. 100% true. So I broke broke something right here. Mayor Sexton's been actively involved to find that type of business and find the right properties for them. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'll even go a little bit. Because it was funny, I was talking to three brewers who have a place they've been around since 2014, and they sat there and they they were asking me about Evergreen, and then and and they because they had heard about this and they were thinking to themselves like, well, what's it like? What's the mayor like? What's the chamber like? What are the people like? Blah blah blah. Because business people want to know before right. they get into something, and I don't know if they're even involved or thinking about it, but it's moved through the circle of breweries on the south side that the Evergreen's looking to bring something like that in. That yes. these guys brought it up to me. 100% true. Um, Mayor Sexton, I know for a fact, has talked to some people, shown some potential sites. Um, it's a big business decision for people. But one thing the mayor is, he's the greatest salesman for Evergreen Park that ever lived. He will go into uh, people that are looking to invest in our village, and he'll show them, hey, look what this guy spent. Look what this guy spent. Look what these guys spent. And look how successful they are. I- I'll-, I'll just give you, I thought... I look at a guy like Tavern on the Green, uh, George that owns Pappy. I just met Tavern George for the, the first time like a week ago. George Pappy's a great guy. Yeah. And he came to me one day with the idea. It was the old Carson's uh, restaurant. It was a regular steak and egg greasy spoon restaurant. And he had to spend, he came to me with an idea and a tremendous amount of money was going to be spent to rehab it, get it to where it had to be. And he told me about it. He showed me the plans. And I looked at it and I was like, I actually thought to myself, this guy's crazy. <laughs> This guy's going to lay out a lot, a lot of money. George had an idea, um, and I'll tell you what. He's done a marvelous job over there. It's packed all the time. He 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 was smart. I mean, I, you know, he owned Pappies. He's probably making a good buck, and he's, some people can sit pat on their hand. But George said, listen, he grew up in Evergreen Park. Listen, this town's great. He saw what Benny's is doing spending across the street. I'm going to spend a lot of money, and I'm going to invest in Evergreen Park because he believed in Evergreen Park. And it's turned out to be a profitable venture for him. And when you get people like that, now a brewery guy comes in or any other potential uh, suitor for a business, they look at Binnie's. They look at Tavern on the Green. They look at some of the other things and go, man, you know, these guys are business people. And they, they, they've obviously checked it all out. And they were confident to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars right. to build a business. Right, right. Maybe they know something we should get in on. And I think that that, that is the potential for all the other businesses Coming forward, Unidad, the mayor, Unidad, the owners from Unidad were from Evergreen Park. And they were looking at other places. Mayor Gratham said, hey, what about here? Take a look here. Another success story. And we're very proactive on businesses. You know, we, if we find a business and it's a fit, 
we will do everything in our power to help them be successful. Mark, I love having you down here. I really appreciate you stopping by. Well, Chris, it's been a blast, and I want to wish you and your family and, and, and what you do in this podcast in Evergreen Park. You can't believe the amount of people that came up to me and said, hey, I heard you on a podcast. I heard, and I'm like, I'm like, really? How'd I do? Well, you know, they sound okay. Oh, it was marvelous, and Chris does a wonderful job. And it, it, it's thanks to people like you that bring out the news in Evergreen Park. It allows me to you know, talk about the old days and talk about some village stuff. And it's really enjoyable. I'm, I hope you invite me back more and more and more. As, as many times you want to come back, I appreciate uh, you coming You better be careful on. with that one. I appreciate you coming. I'll make you a co-host. We'll get another microphone up on the bar. You can just uh, sit you down at the end. You count me in. <laughs> Mark Barzullo, Merry Christmas to you and the entire family. Thank you, sir, and have a beautiful Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> why don't you just tell people why you don't like Lizzo? She's a good singer. Okay, the why man great till he gotta be great. I was like, I, I listened to her for the I first time. I, I honestly had never heard Lizzo before. Never heard Lizzo. Finally, I said, let me listen who this person is. And I listened to it, and I'm just making a face and looking at my computer monitor, and I'm going, that's it? Yeah, God boy problems. That's, that's a human That's what me. everybody's going crazy over? I, I, and then you listen to big. her play her flute, and she's a Beautiful flautist. Okay. Beautiful flautist. Well, she doesn't know she how to dress. Sing. She has no idea how to dress. Well, she she went to a Lakers game recently and wore like a black dress that had a hole cut out of it around her derriere. Okay. And she does wore, seem to like her derriere. She, uh, yes, and she wore nothing but a. Uh, and her a thong. face is beautiful. She That's wore nothing the thing. but a thong. Oh, why? And then twerked. Why? Twerked with a daiquiri in her hand, courtside. Why? At the Laker game. Okay. Like I said, I'm, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I I mean, it was just one of those things where like it was everywhere when I saw it. And I was like, oh, Hannah, if she saw this, it would just be like. That's why I don't get like, on Twitter. I don't get it. Because, <laughs> I just avoid Twitter. And I think, are you getting to that age now where like you see somebody who's a star and you're like, I don't know why they're a star. Is it possible that people that we thought were cool weren't as talented as we thought they were? Like, I think Lizzo's cool. Like, I kind of like a couple of songs. I mean, I have a 14-year-old daughter, so right. she listens to it all the time, so I know all the words. Oh, no doubt. So I'm t- we're in the car, and the- it comes on, and the kids are singing in the car, and I'm like, yeah, like, I know it all, you know? Like how some dads know all the Taylor Swift. Like, Lizzo's cool right now, and I've got kids that are in that tween and teenage, and I don't have control of my radio half the time. So I, I-, I know all of the songs. But is it possible that there were people when we were younger? Oh, it's absolutely possible. That we thought were cool who weren't really cool? I was really big into NSYNC. Not cool. I know. No. Now I'm like... Justin uh, Timberlake, not a bad performer. No. And then, well, Joey Fatone, he's a good actor. Nah, I liked him. No, nah, he's not cool at all. He's bad at everything. You don't like Joey everything. Fatone? No, I don't like him. Aw, no, Joey's no, my favorite. Okay. So there are people that you think that were not cool. Yeah. Name me somebody else who you thought might, might have been cool back in the day. Might have been cool. And is well, not cool anymore. I still think he's very cool, but who? Tom Green... Tom Green was not cool. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Tom Green was stupid. <laughs> Tom Green was awesome. Tom he still Green is was awesome. Du- See, you're a generation younger than me. Oh, my my generation was looking at Tom Green going, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. That guy wasn't entertaining at all. <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. Maybe we should do the cool people of Evergreen Park after the holidays. But you know what or held the up? the uncool people of Evergreen Park. That could be fun as well. But you know what song held up? What? The thong song, Cisco. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Oh. <laughs> You, don't you know like what? I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think you're uncool. 
Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement, and the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement, Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.